What's up? It's Terrence the God, and you're listening to FPFO presented by the G2S Network. This is the only. I, this is really the only one I could think of. Nah, that's cool. It's cool. We, 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 <laughs> only because like it's like it needs to be a fucking somber tone, bro. Yeah, it, eight it, weeks in a row. It can't be nothing hype, um, bro. That's a crazy stat. I ain't even think about that, honestly. That's ridiculous, bro. That's probably something I ain't want to think about, to be honest. Oh, you probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't had no choice but to think about it. That's all I was fucking looking at was Panther shit the whole week. Oh, man. No, ma. I ain't even gonna be. On that. <laughs> I ain't even gonna be on that energy today, yo. It's a it's a change. Hey, it's an improvement this season that I can even laugh and smile right now. Yeah, nah, I definitely seen a, a definite improvement from from previous previous games. We started off better than what we left off with. I'm sure. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Welcome to FPFO for Panthers fans only. I'm your co-host JJ. Attention to God. We back. Yeah, back for another episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, and one. That's all I'm gonna say. And we, we listen. Like I said, it's an improvement that I'm able to laugh and joke and smile and shit. Cause last year it wouldn't have been none of this. And let me go ahead and say right the fuck now too. All this Matt Rule slander, and I, 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 I can't even believe I'm saying this shit. All of this Matt Rule slander. It has to stop ASAP You might regret it later I mean I line. might it, It's very possible that I might But right now I mean It's not justified I feel it I feel it I so, definitely feel it Yeah Most definitely I can't get my damn mic right at all <laughs> I swear to God I can't No they probably on the YouTube version They probably like What the fuck is this nigga got going on I'm gonna get, get it that. right We're gonna get there uh, It's a stand That shit's so big Just turn me up a little bit Turn you up yeah. That's straight right there right, <clears throat> They can hear me Again welcome to FPFO We about to get started here soon sure. Cause I know Matter of fact We gonna have to cut this whole shit Cause I know how Drake do On YouTube Block the shit out of me Oh for real? Man what? He the only <laughs> He the only artist I swear to God him and Jimi Hendrix Not Drake Bro, Drake will block the, the goat But then again I ain't gonna necessarily say that Cause I was playing Unreleased shit that day And oh, I played yeah, like wild, Yeah, oh God Hey, I played like Four joints off of that He might have messed around And block your whole account Well, yeah. I'm thankful he didn't Thank you, Champagne Poppy Appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> Oh God Alright, let's get into this shit, man Again, welcome to FPFO Uh Cleveland Browns versus Carolina Panthers at home in BOA. Took our first loss of the season. But with that being said, now I will say I ain't even going to sit here and a lot of y'all like I won't on that shit Sunday because I was heated. Yeah, nah. Because <laughs> I was had to be here. Yeah. had to be here. <laughs> Unfortunately, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely some positive to take away from the loss. Um, it's definitely a lot of Negatives to take away from it as well It was a lot of things that That I saw Has to be improved As soon as possible Because if not It will result in an 0-2 0-3 start You know And then you have teams Already playing divisional games Tampa Bay and, uh, Or excuse me Atlanta and New Orleans Already played Sunday And we yeah. got I think Tampa Bay and New Orleans This week So you know You got teams already playing Divisional games Already getting that head start We cannot go 0-2 0-3 yeah, we can't. If, Not with Tom Brady happens, in the division. That happens. We we might have a short end of season. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. Oh <laughs> God. But let's get into it, man. We'll do a quick little recap. 
I mean, it, honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, in my opinion, you should have already watched the game. But we'll do a quick recap just based off what I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, probably you didn't miss shit the whole first half offensively. Yeah, you could have turned it on second half. You'd have been good. Yeah. Honestly, and you would have felt a lot better good. about life. Especially after the first quarter. Like, you'd have turned it on the second quarter, what, still 0-0? Zero, zero? Or 7-0. One of the two. Yeah. One of the but, two. Either way, our offense was playing like bullshit. Yeah, yeah. We looked terrible. Yeah. So, we, we had a couple terrible, couple shit first drives. Defense came out. They played hard. First couple of possessions. And then after that, I mean, it was just it, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Nick Chubb had an absolute field day. Jacoby Brissett for at times looked like he was Peyton Manning in his fucking prom. Mixed with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, all of that. So it, it, it was it was it was some it it was uh less than appealing to say the least. We'll go through a couple stats. Um eight penalties for ninety six yards. At one point in the game, I believe in the first half, yeah, twelve fifty left in the second quarter. We had eighteen total yards of offense. And 27 yards and penalties. So, I mean, that that was kind of the story of the game for me. And it wasn't even necessarily like because they had Cleveland had more penalties than us. Yeah. Cleveland had nine, we had eight, but it was all about the timing of the penalties. Yeah, they, they just didn't have theirs where it cost them. Right. Cost them the game. Right. Like, and it was all about the timing. For moments, for sure. Most definitely. So it was like, well, we had one. We scored. We went down. What we scored a touchdown, I believe, in the late later on in the second quarter. I think it was like one fifty left or something like that. Yeah. Went down, scored a touchdown. Then, fucking uh, Eddie Panero, whatever the fuck his name is, kicked the ball, kicked the out, ball of out of bounds. Right. Great job. Exactly. Then after that came out, had the pass interference on C.J. Henderson. Yeah. Another <laughs> huge penalty. That 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 took me out the whole game. Exactly. I ain't gonna lie. I, that was a big moment. That yeah. was. That was 10.54 in the second quarter. So that was, as a matter of fact, that was before. They had the lead. We went down and scored. We cut it down to what, like three or four. Mm-hmm. They kicked the ball. We kicked the ball out of bounds, come back, allowed them to score more points before the half. Then they come back out and score again. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, it was just bad, man. Terrence, just, yeah. give, just give yeah. me what you saw, bro, because I'm going to let you get your so, shit off first. All right. <clears throat> yeah, so basically, moral of the story we got to play better in the first quarter. Got to play better in the first quarter. We came out slow, unprepared. Um, people wasn't doing their jobs. Uh, it just looked like we haven't played a game of football in three years. Like, it, it just looked terrible. So many muff snaps. Like, I, I don't even get that. Like, what yeah. What have y'all been doing in practice all week? Well, according Never. to Matt Rule, that hasn't been a problem in, in, in camp. It hasn't been a problem in camp, and it hasn't been a, a problem in practice. I just find um, that hard to believe, but I don't know. I, I guess we'll take him at his word, but... I mean, that, that's all you can do. To have what? I think I counted... Four. Four? Yeah, I think I counted four bobble snaps, muff snaps. I just don't see how you haven't been doing that in camp, you haven't been doing that in practice, but you get to the game and it happens four times, once or twice. Like, I can live with that. Right. Four times, no, especially in crucial moments like second down, third down, you muffing the snap like that. That's unacceptable, completely unacceptable. So, yeah, I mean, we just overall played a sloppy game. Honestly, we I don't even know how we stayed in the game. Should have been a blowout, to be honest. But 
we just got playmakers on our team that kept us in the game, but really should have been a blowout the way That's we played. It, it looked terrible. I totally agree. Uh, time of possession, 38. 38, well, I'll just round I'll just round up or down just to you know, kind of speed the shit up. 38 minutes for Cleveland, 21 minutes for us. Uh, total yard is 355, 261. Um, we did throw the ball better than them, I guess you can say that. Statistically, 207 <laughs> to 138 in our favor. Rushing yards, we got absolutely abused. Yeah, that, and I don't know what in the fuck the game plan was as it pertains to Christian McCaffrey. But four or five touches in any half of football, give a fuck if it's week one or week 18, is not going to cut it when it's that when that's your best player. Exactly. This can't happen. Your best player has to touch the ball more than four times in a half. Precisely. Yeah, Lost a turnover battle, 1-0. Only got one sack um, compared to their four. Total plays offensively, 74 to 50. So, like you said, I mean, just to second that, absolutely dominated in every facet, really, of the game besides yeah. passing yardage. And, I mean, I would hope that Baker Mayfield is able to outplay Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, because honestly. if he's not, then we have bigger problems in, on our hands. Another Sam. <laughs> Don't <laughs> say that. Re rewind the last year. Don't say that, bro. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know, like, to me, everything started up front on both sides of the ball. The offensive line, they completely just looked like shit. Like, Baker had no time, but also, like, the time he did have, we still didn't make plays. So, it's like, yeah, it, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. We won't win the rounds. Yeah, That's what I said honestly. yesterday when we watched film. Like, <clears throat> you know, he's, he's getting, like you said, at times of the offensive line, in my opinion, did look like bullshit. Yeah, I will admit that sure. we did look like bullshit, but there was also times where they looked good. They looked halfway decent. Icky, in particular, I know that was one of the things that we highlighted in our first episode back. That was one of the highlight. Uh, one of the things we wanted to look at was mm -hmm. him versus Miles Garrett and him versus Davion Clowney. But with the exception of those two sacks consecutively that he gave up in the third quarter or whatever may have you, I think he played a fairly decent game. Yeah, he he definitely played a decent game. Uh, because I. At times, I didn't even I forgot Miles Garrett was on the field. I'm gonna be honest. Absolutely, I, I, I might agree. be I might be overreaching, but no, nah, I think you're like, right. Yeah, I think he blocked him pretty well until the crucial moments where Miles Garrett just played like a Pro Bowler. Mm -hmm. Like and he, he played like a rookie. Yeah, and he he just beat him. So that, I, I feel like that all comes with not enough experience. His first game in the league, um, he was already knocked on his uh, pass blocking abilities. But mm -hmm. I, I definitely think he had some good moments, so not anything to necessarily hang our heads on. But he did get beat. But I also don't think we'll face anybody like Miles Garrett the rest of the season. Not taking necessarily the blame off of Icky, but I mean, no, that's what we yeah, want to see, though. So, yeah, that's what we said we wanted yeah. to see. I, I mean, I made a point to say like I I rather him be thrown into the fire for his first game. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I don't want you going up against a bum. I don't. Yeah. I want you to go up against Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney, from both sides. Wherever you go, one of them are in your face. Yeah, you have to deal with them in the pass game, and you have to deal with them in the running game. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I wanted nothing else. Just me personally. Because you can't go nowhere but up from here. <laughs> exactly. Like, like exactly. You, and if you do, it's just simply a lack of effort. Yeah, honestly, honestly. that's all it is. So, so. We'll, we'll break it down a little bit more. Um, well, how did you feel about Baker's performance Sunday? Um. I thought it took him a little bit of time to get, like, settled in, which, like, once he got settled in, I feel like he played a fairly decent game. Uh, 
he made some good passes. Uh, Robbie Anderson, he threw a bomb to Robbie Anderson, threw a bomb to Ian uh, Thomas, hit DJ Moore on a few completions, hit Robbie Anderson on some more completions. And, like, I think he played a fairly good game once he, like, got his head under him, once the jitters got out. Mm-hmm. And so, like, first game with a new team. He did make some mistakes, some mistakes that I can't even really think of, like, why he he made some of the decisions <laughs> he made. Like, when he threw that pick, I'm like, like what the fuck are you looking at, bro? Yeah. I'm like, Shot Smith is coming over across the field. Wide open. In the middle of the zone. It's, it's nothing but two people behind him, two people in front of him, but right in the middle of the zone. An NFL quarterback, you make that throw. That's an easy throw. Yeah. Probably for a high school quarterback, honestly. Yeah. I so I, I really don't know what he was looking at. Uh, what what did Matt Rule and Baker say? It was a miscommunication. That's what, well, they asked Baker after the game what happened on that play. Um, I think that the reporter kind of asked a leading question, so to, so to speak, because mm-hmm. he kind of asked it like, did Shot not get deep enough in his route or something along those lines? Yeah. And it was confirmed by Baker, but then he tried to kind of backpedal on it. See, so, but I don't, I don't, really I don't like I, shit, yeah, but. me either. I don't like that shit either <laughs> because really like that, it's but. one of the two things. Yeah. Either you're going to call your teammate out and y'all going to talk about whatever y'all got to talk about in the locker room yeah. or you're going to take responsibility. And for me personally, if you're my quarterback one, you're my starting quarterback, you came in in 30 or 40 days and won the starting job, yeah. you have to take accountability. That's I don't a give fact. a fuck really if he ran the rock two or three yards, four yards short. You still got to make that completion. Yeah, you just make that play. That's a play you make. You don't right. miss a play like that in, in that point of the game where we can't really move the ball. At all. We, we need yards. Like, we we backed on our 20 and 10-yard line every, the every whole possession. first quarter. So, it's like, that's a play that you have to make. So, there's no excuse there. Like, you got to make that play. Simple as that. And for any old lineman that watch this pod... Please tell me how the fuck you stop a defensive lineman for just jumping up and swatting the ball. <laughs> because we had like what, like six like, batted balls at the line? Yeah. And, and like, like four I, in the first half. Yeah, it, it it was ridiculous. Honestly, it was getting hard to watch because I'm like, like, what's going on? Like, do you jump up and break their hand, break their arm? Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Something gotta give though, because that that's completely unacceptable. I, I just don't get it. So Jadavian Clowney, I didn't think he really made any other plays than really just swatting the ball. Like, which yeah. those were key plays, but it's like he was I, neutralized outside of that. Yeah, I think he had like one or two pass swats and then maybe like a tackle or two in a run game. But as yeah. far as pass rush goes, we didn't really hear much of his name. That's why, like, the offensive line, Matt Rule made a, a huge point of emphasis um, in his press conference to let the, the media know, and really us as fans as well, that the offensive line has improved tremendously. Yeah. And I think if you watch the game Sunday, you can't debate that. The offensive yeah. line, really, they did a good job, in my opinion. I mean, there were times, you know, Baker was a little flustered. Yeah. There were times where he got sped up a little bit. But for the overall majority, offensive line played well. Yeah. Offensive line played well. I mean, for me, my opinion on Baker's game uh, Sunday, like you said, I think, it well, it's very obvious that our offense as a whole started off extremely slow. Yeah. That cannot continue to happen because once you start playing quarterbacks like Tom Brady, you know, we got to go against Daniel Jones next week. Though me and you aren't too sold on Daniel <laughs> Jones. But yeah. again, I think Daniel Jones is better than Jacoby Brissett. I do right? too. So we're going to have to play agree. guys like that going forward in the season. We, we cannot afford to have the type start offensively that we had. You will get blown out. You will get blown out because <laughs> like we said, 
we should have gotten blown out. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the in the office in the room. I'm sitting here thinking, bro, we're about to get our ass beat. Yep. And we should have. And yeah. I mean, it speaks volumes to you know us as a team and continuing to fight down the stretch, which is one thing that I can appreciate and respect as a fan. I can I can be grateful for you know that effort being sustained all throughout yep. the game and really being elevated to another level in the second half. But again, we cannot start as slow as we did. Yeah. The problem with the with the snaps, that shit cannot happen because we <laughs> will not be as fortunate as we were, you know, this past week. Oh no, nah, for sure. You're supposed to lose some of those. So most definitely. Yeah. And I, we had like four of them. Yeah. And we recovered every single one of them. And one of the ones, I think I caught that shit when we drove all the way down the field in the red zone with like 130 left. And I was like, bro, only thing we need to do is oh, run the ball, yeah. protect it. We're under center with 121 left. I think I can narrow it down to that exact timestamp in the game. Second down, I think. Yeah, sure and we fumble down. the shit. Yeah, and we fumble it. So now you lose a you lose a down. Everybody wanted to talk about why Matt Rule didn't go for the you know the touchdown. This and that. This and that. No, we have to be better disciplined on the field. Yeah, we have to execute these things. It's the same thing with tackling, and this is why I said. You know, everybody wants to talk about Matt Rule this, Matt Rule that, because I've been on Panthers Twitter, so I know what y'all was saying. It's not Matt Rule, bro. Yeah. It's not Matt Rule's fault that what? We had, defensively, we had 17 missed tackles. Yeah, that that's pathetic. And I counted 10 in the first half, so 17 is generous. I, I think it was more yeah. than that. I was about but, to say, yeah. if we really, really break it down, and we're like, damn, well, he got he got his arm on him, though you're not necessarily arm tackling Nick Chubb. Yeah, like what? But in that same breath, if we break it down like that, in my opinion, it was far more than 17. Oh, for sure. So Matt Rule is not out there doing that. Yeah. Matt Rule is not out here just because your receiver may have cut the route a little bit lower than he should have or whatever may have you. Yeah. Matt Rule is not making that throw, that errant throw, five yards above his head right to the linebacker safety, whichever one it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Matt Rule, though y'all want to believe it, we all know that Matt Rule is a defensive-minded coach. Matt Rule is a defensive-minded coach. We know that. Everything he's done since he's came in with the new GM, with Scott Fitter, everything they've done, with the exception of LaVisca Chenault and taking Icky in the first round of this year, everything has been centered around making our defense better. I agree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It came with Jeremy Chen, came with uh, J.C. Horn, when we made the adjustment to go get Stephon or made the uh, trade last year to go get Stephon Gilmore, yeah, Xavier uh, Woods, Xavier Wood, everything. So yeah. he, we know that he's, you know, he is a defensive minded coach. Yeah. As much as y'all want to believe he has as much say, you know, as any other head coach, I personally feel like he takes a step back on offense. Nah, yeah. So, so I, the game plan that starts us off slow is not his fault. Yeah. That's on Ben McAdoo. Yeah. I think he spoke to that too in a press conference. Like he said that, you know, he he thought the play calls was was very good play calls. So I I think Matt Matt Rule coached a good game. Like Me I think too. he coached a good game. It was just a lot of on the field errors that fall on the players simply. Right. Lack of effort. Just not knowing your assignment. You, you got a job to do. Yeah. It's just you're not doing your job. Too many penalties. Too many penalties. Yeah. So it's just too many penalties. The only thing that anybody really that we can even have a discussion about in the slightest bit is if you feel as though we should have went for the touchdown at the end of the game. And like I said, like I said, and so that's perfect. I'm glad you do. So I'm just going to say this to you since you're here and we can have okay. a conversation <laughs> about it. You cannot expect this man 
We matter of fact, our offense had been stagnant the whole game, with the exception of two big plays, which these two big plays are like the only you know yardage really that Baker had all day. Yeah, it was three pla- it was three passes that he got gained a chunk of yardage on, you know, and made his stat line look a whole lot better. The mm-hmm. bomb to Robbie, the bomb to Ian Thomas down the seam, and then DJ Moore across the middle and on that last drive. Yeah, right. So an offense that really pretty much has been stagnant with the exception of a couple pop plays here and there. Once you get in that red zone, you have to protect the football. That's true. And really, from my standpoint, if I'm Matt Rule, Baker, you really haven't shown me shit. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't shown me shit. Yeah, sure, you made a couple of big plays down the stretch. Yeah, you ran your touchdown in, whatever may have you. But in this moment, fourth quarter, we're not going to touch that shit again. No. We're going to kick the field goal. And yeah. like he said in the press conference, again, I hate the fact that I'm defending Matt Rule as much as I am. <laughs> I really do. If only y'all knew how much it's killing me. But I can't sit back, you know, and let a guy get ridiculed, let a guy get slandered because people don't want, want to give him a clean slate. That's the problem. We don't, I mean, either you're going to rock with him or you're not, which a lot of y'all aren't, which is fine. But at the same time, that's our head coach for the time being, and that's what we have to deal with. So yeah. when he does when he does good shit, we have to commend him for that. Yeah. Matt Rule coached a great game. You can feel, like I said, you can feel however you feel about that last drive. For me personally, like you stated when we watched the game, matter of fact, you said you want the ball in the defense's hands, right? Yeah, that's and that's, that's exactly what he did. That's and fact. really, with the exception of I mean, with with you take away the bullshit roughing the passer on Brian Burns. Ball game. It's ball game. Ball and game. if you want to go a step further, if we if if us as referees would have known the rules and the, the way we're going to call shit consistently throughout the year and in years past, you take away that fucking roughing the passer and you take away that or you add what should have been the intentional grounding, we're not in that position. And yeah. so now we're having a completely different conversation because we're not talking about a loss. We're starting the podcast off with Sweet Caroline. <laughs> You know we would love to come in here with that today. Absolutely. Yeah. And we and honestly, like I said, if you take that second half, that effort that we played with the second half, the way we tackled, et cetera, et cetera, you know, we could have won the football game. Yeah. But in every aspect else other than that, and then you take that first half with how sloppy we played, it just is what it is. Yeah. I I like JJ said, I think Matt Rule coached a good game. Uh speaking on that that last drive, not going for the touchdown. I mean, I was kind of like, like I see in the instance like you know Baker really hasn't done shit all game. Like mm-hmm. really no, no like consistent plays where you can say oh he can throw the ball like he can really shit like shred the defense. Like he didn't make any plays like that. I just feel like if we go and shape the shape the whole organization by being, bringing Baker in, uh, benching our starting quarterback from last year, which everybody agree with, I do as well. I just feel like with the weapons we have, like, at least take one shot. Like, it was just like we played yeah. way too conservative. Give the ball to, We gave the ball to Krishna up the middle mm. three times. Like Ran the ball for, like, yeah. two or three yards on first down. Yeah. Second yeah. down, I think we said we uh, fumbled the snap, so we yeah. couldn't do shit with that. Yeah. Third down, ran an RPO. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, it really wasn't an RPO. Yeah, they say it was an RPO. RPO. Was they like, say it was an RPO. You know, I saw the guys running routes or whatever may have you. In my opinion, that wasn't a true RPO. Yeah. Because the ball wasn't held long enough for there to even be a decision made. 
the decision was made pre-snap to give the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I just say do a little play action. Like hit him with a little play action or do a little couple slant routes across the middle. Um, if you don't see nothing, throw it away. Baker, he he made some great decisions as far as throwing the ball away a lot Sunday. Yeah. When he was under uh, pressure, when he didn't see anything open, he didn't really put too many passes in harm's way. So I can't respect that. So I just felt like out of those three plays, let one of them be a shot to the sticks. You get a first down right there, you win the game. They're out of timeouts. That's true because we had the ability so, to do that. Yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't goal line distance. Yeah, we had the ability to score, uh, gain the first down. So yeah, I mean I can see I can see it both ways. Yeah, I can definitely yeah. see it both ways. I just, like I said, I just can't sit back. Sit aside because I know how tough I was on Matt Rule last year. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of you know a lot of my defense for him this year, well, thus far because if he starts yeah. with that bullshit that he was on last year, I already know how you going to act. Exactly. I then I'm back on his top. <laughs> but thus far, you know, I had I had to defend the guy. I really yeah. do. I mean, it, it, it's not like he made any terrible decisions down the stretch. I think he coached the game perfectly. You want to put the the best unit on the field. Uh, Sunday, even though they looked like shit in the first half as well, the yeah. best unit on the field was defense. It was. Because special teams, for damn sure, didn't do a motherfucker. Yeah, thing. special teams, they just... I, I I don't know, bro. It's just like, on a lot of the punts and stuff, if you watch the game and you've seen the returner for the Browns, he wanted to get that bitch up every time he wanted he to. You said it yeah, in he, the first half. He wanted to he give it up. It. And then he went and muffed it. I'm like, he wanted to give it... But we have one gunner down the field the whole game. Yep. Number 23. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was the only one. Only one down the field. He was the, the field. only one. Only one. So I'm like, bro, it, it just comes down to effort. Like, people just, like, you're taking special teams for granted. Like, you can win a ball game on special teams. Most you definitely. go and recover that muff punt. Yeah, the whole dynamic yeah. of the game changes. Because so I like, was at a point where we had nothing going offensively. Yeah, facts. You go and get that, you change the game. And so it's like, it's just people not, they're just not taking advantage of opportunities. So it's like, people not getting down the field on special teams. Uh, when we punt return and kick return, and we not really making no plays At like all. Andre Roberts, he he really disappointed me. Like yeah. I, it, it's sad they, that he got injured. Yeah, but he he really was just a disappointment. Um, and yeah. just to, not to cut you off, but just for that, Andre Roberts has been placed on IR, so we will not see him for four games with a knee injury. So now we'll see Laviscus, hopefully Laviscus and uh, Rashard, and maybe. Uh, maybe Rashard, but I was thinking more so shot. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. We'll see because Rashard and uh, Rashard and Lavisca didn't play any snaps. <clears throat> Excuse me, but according to Matt Rule, that was already predetermined. So yeah. I have, for me personally, I have no issue with that. You just came yeah. in. You don't know the playbook. You don't know where the fuck you need to be. Yeah. So if that's going to be the case, don't step a foot on that field. <laughs> honestly, because I don't, don't want to see that. Play. Like what what we was already doing. Yeah, yeah. It was best for him not even play. Um, to address the defense, like I think overall the defense played a okay game, a better game than what I would have thought. And if you if you've been following Panthers football for a while, you know our secondary has always been an issue. So, <laughs> been a little suspect. Yeah, yeah, our secondary has always been an issue for the most part. But I feel like Dante Jackson played a very good game. Um, and and you know I don't really mm -hmm. I ain't really too high on Dante Jackson. He but, played better than JC. Yeah, oh, for sure. Dante Jackson for sure played a, a very good game. Um, and, it, yeah, like you said, it just came down to missed tackles, not getting a push on the defensive line. Derrick Brown is 
damn near 300 pounds. I've seen him get in that backfield maybe one time. Maybe. And I, I might be being generous by that. I think I've seen him maybe once. Yeah. And so I'm like, like you can't have that. Jacoby Brissett has so much time to throw the ball. If you give the sorriest quarterback that much time, he's going to make a play. And so it's like just not getting no push up front, uh, missing too many tackles. I understand Nick Chubb. That, that's a big bitch coming down. Here. So <laughs> oh it's God. like that's, so, a, that's a damn so, man so child, it's boy. Like, it's oh like God. if people want to get out the way, like okay, I I don't see that. I mean, but it's like it, it, people were just scared to make tackles. So I mean, we that's something that we can't have. We play Saquon next week. Yeah, and um, that's gonna be a long fucking game yeah. too. He he can, he, he runs the Tennessee ball good. Up. Yeah, he 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 was working Tennessee, so he runs the ball good. So it's like if we go in the next week and can't make tackles. The same thing will happen. We will get demolished in the running game. Yep. If we go in next week and can't get a push on the defensive line and give Daniel Jones time to throw the ball, he will make plays. Even though I don't think he's a very good quarterback. But if you give a quarterback that much time, he will make plays. Even after, like, the stress that Tennessee's defensive line gave him this past week. Yeah, because he, he, he suffered. Yeah. Beat. He was still able to make some plays. Like, his receivers was able to make some plays. Like, he gave them chances to make plays. And so it's like, that just lets you know we have to have a better pass rush. We have to. Yeah. That was one of my one of the biggest things for me defensively that I just, I mean, I just, I just can't sit through and watch for, for the duration of a season if we cannot get a better pass rush than what we got this past week. I mean, that that is just not going to cut it. If that's what the price of letting Hassan Reddick go was and is, we need to make a damn move we ASAP. Paid him. <laughs> um, yeah, we should have paid him <laughs> yeah. because if that's what if that's what we have to suffer through, if quarterbacks are gonna have four and five seconds to pat the damn ball around, then my God, I can only imagine what the rest <laughs> of our season what the rest of our season holds because that is not gonna cut it. Another thing that's not gonna cut it, and I know what I'm about to say is part of the reason why we love JC. But all of them penalties, I think he had two or three penalties, and, and one of them was in a big spot. Yeah. We can't have that, bro. We can't have that. Like, that, that, that is not going to cut it. That was the last. Was that the last drive of the fourth quarter? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. That was the last we drive. Had, what, we had two penalties back-to-back, or it yeah. was either the second or last drive. One of the two. Yeah. I can't recall off the top of my head, but I just know, like I said, it was in a big moment, and it happened a couple times. Yeah. And it, it just simply can't happen. Yeah. It can't happen. J.C. Horn, like, I, again, one of those things where we have to cut the guy some slack. It's mm-hmm. only his third ever full NFL game. So I understand there's going to be growing pains. You know, I understand that we have to deal with him Him coming into his own. We know that he's going to be an outstanding cornerback. We know he's going to, you know, anchor our defense for a while. Yeah. But the penalties... That that's not gonna cut it because it just at some point it goes from cool. It's great that you're an aggressive corner. It's great that you're a big corner that you want to get up on the line and press guys. It goes from that to it's just you're simply undisciplined and you costing you're costing our team too many yards and, and you're damn near almost unplayable. Which yeah. don't get me wrong, it's not even close to being at that point. Yeah. At this very moment, but it could, but though, it could if be, it's not addressed. If it's not addressed, you that's, know, that's and like you said, that the pass rush. Listen, you got to go against Kyler Murray this year. Again, we got to see, uh, we got to see Daniel Jones next week. Trey Lance, unproven, I get it. 
maybe not so much, but you have to play Trey Lance. Yeah. You got to play Brady twice. You got to play Stafford. You got to play Joe Burrow. You got to play Lamar. You got to play Russ. So, <laughs> you know, four, five, six seconds in the pocket ain't going to fucking cut it. Yeah. That's not going to get the job done by any stretch of the imagination. And really, Phil Snow did not get creative enough for me in his blitz packages. Nah, there I There were too like many it. times where I see motherfuckers, we got a four-man rush, we're getting no pressure. Then for whatever reason, you drop, you start dropping Brian Burns in the coverage in that first half, which that was one of the things when we went back and looked, one of the things that I did see, it looked like it was a design. It didn't look like it was he was giving up on the play because initially yeah. I thought that shit was pissing me off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. shit that. was pissing me off Sunday because I just thought he was giving up on the play and didn't want to work past his first move, which was absolutely preposterous to me. <laughs> but again, like, it, like I said, it was design. So, I mean, you throw no blitz packages out there. Based on what I saw, it was very limited, if any. Yeah, I, th- I think I've seen, like, when uh, Damian Wilson, that's his name, when yeah. he came in and yeah, sat Jacoby. linebacker. That was probably one of probably one of the best blitzes that we sent that day or most effective blitzes. Right. It, he didn't start to the end of the game sending uh, J.C. JC off, off the, the edge. edge. Yeah. And we missed that play. Yeah. And right there, that's another thing. Like, right yeah. there, we don't need, you know, because when we watched it yesterday, I'm like, why the fuck? How did he make that play? How didn't he make that play? Yeah. Because you're you're just trying to do a little too much. Yeah. Just get the sack. Just go. Just get the sack. Because what he was trying to do is he was trying to swat the ball. He was trying to knock the ball out of Jacoby's hands. Cool. I understand you're trying to make a big play. You're trying to end the game right then and there. Just hit but him. the sack. But the sack is going to do that. Yeah. You, know you, you get that sack, what they lose? 10 yards? Something like that. Because it was like a five-step yeah. drop, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Take him out of field goal range. Tom keep running. You just got to make the play. He he didn't come off the line like fast enough. Well, when he came off the line, he kind of like stutter, stutter step. step. Like, like you just got to go. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah. They're At trying that to point in the game, off. yeah, you got to go. Like you just got to go. So that, but I really like that design. It just came too late in the game. Right. Like mix up some more of that throughout the game. Like don't wait to the end of the game to start sending these blitzes. Like it's Jacoby Brissett. Put some pressure on him. Make With him, all due respect. Yeah, make him throw the ball. Like, I don't think he's a great passer. I don't either. Make him he put didn't the show ball me any difference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't show me any different. It's not like he did anything outstanding. I mean, some of the passes that he completed uh, to Peoples Jones, Dante did a phenomenal job yeah. in coverage. Honestly. I mean, uh, uh, Peoples Jones just made big time catches. Just made great catches. Yeah, yeah. He, made, he made like two or three of them where Dante was, I mean, draped on him. Yeah. No breathing room at all. And it's just, like you said, it's just big time catches. Yeah. But that to me is nothing really that a quarterback does because the routes weren't anything, you know, spectacular. They were like slant route, route drag yeah. route. Right. So you can hit it even if a, a cornerback is draped on him. Yeah. That to me is a credit more so to the wide receiver more than the quarterback themselves. So just to further your point, yeah, Jacoby Brissett is not a great quarterback. Yeah. Specifically if you're looking at the guys that we have to play going forward. Yeah. He know? is he, they're probably the least talented out of all of them. Out of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Jameis, the only one that he that you can might make an argument for is Marcus Mariota. I, mm. And even then, yeah. even then, that's like almost damn near borderline being disrespectful. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, it... it and then, like, C.J. Henderson, I wanted to hit on this, too. That pass interference that he had just really, really turned the game, in my opinion. Um, Xavier Woods came and made a great play on the ball. 
CJ just never got his head around, didn't look for the ball at all, so he just holds Amari Cooper in the end zone. Then that that gives them what they scored off of that, right? Yeah, they, they scored. Kareem, I think they Kareem scored. Hunt scored a touchdown off of that. The I next think. play, yeah. And so it's just stuff like that you just can't have. Like it, it all just comes back down to being undisciplined. Yeah. Like, yeah, you you're just completely undisciplined. Like, give give your chance a team to give your team a chance to to go out and and, and win the game and make make plays. Like when you do stuff like that, you put your team out of position. So stuff like that that has to be addressed. Like. We just can't have those things moving forward. So I think that was a very big turning point in the game because Xavier Woods did pick the ball off and ran it to the 30. But then it's called back because of a P.I. So, I mean, yeah, it just comes down to undisciplined football. And But I really think that we'll go into next week and we'll see a different football team, I hope. Uh, I definitely want us to play like we played in the second half. Translate Translate that to the first half. Yeah. And then and sustain yeah, it. Yeah. And then that's a completely different ball game. Absolutely. Completely different conversation. Absolutely. Like you said, it's, it's a lot of undisciplined play. But I will say again, is I think that this is another another big reason why I'm not like tweaking today. Yeah. Because I don't even know, because I might would have tweaked again yesterday if we recorded yesterday. So it's probably better that we record it <laughs> on the Tuesday. Yeah. Y'all will hear this on Wednesday, whatever may have you, but still. <laughs> It's probably best that we, because if we were like would have recorded after the game, oh, oh, that that would have been bad. I don't even know if we would have been able to get JJ in a seat to record after the game. Like honestly, it, it got yeah. bad in here. So yeah, it just I mean because I just I don't like for one, I don't like undisciplined football. Yeah, and before I actually looked at that Brian Burns penalty. I thought that that was just a, a lack of attention to detail. I thought it was undisciplined. And then you you uh, add that to all the two or three penalties that JC had, mm-hmm. the, the fucking 17, 18, 19, 20 missed tackles we had. You add all of this stuff up in my head, and it's just like, bro, this I, I can't sit through another year of this. Yeah. So that's what that reaction was about. But then, like I said, as we go back and we actually look at that Brian Burns play, we see that the fucking refs just just dicked us <laughs> on two plays in the same drive for us to end the game, which just really pisses me off because yeah. I have no idea how, A, that was a roughing the passer because if you look at the play, Brian Burns' hand, it was close to his helmet, but his his hand, was his arm wasn't the one that hit the damn helmet. It's his own it was teammate. his own teammate. Yeah. Right. So that one pissed me off, and then I still don't have any clarity at all on why that, that fake spike was not an intentional grounding. I yeah. really have no idea. Honestly, because from my understanding, I, I did some looking into the rule. Like I, I listened to some other people speak about it as well. If a quarterback snaps the ball, he cannot take two steps back and then spike it. Yeah, he can't it, take any steps. Back. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, why they. That's why they run that shit from underneath the center. Because if you run it out of the shotgun, it's an intentional ground. Yeah. And so, and they, I feel like they initially threw the flag, right? And picked it back up. It was yeah. a flag thrown the on the plate. The thing about it is, it was so freaky too, bro. Like, this is why I said, like, I, that, I was heated about the undisciplined football. And then I was heated because I know we played well enough in the second half to win the game. Yeah. And then I feel like we got hold out of a win. Yeah, that's a fact. I feel like we got hold out of a win because that particular play was so freaky based on the fact that there was no flag thrown initially. Then after about four or five seconds, there was a flag thrown. They get together, they discuss, and then the flag is picked up. 
makes no sense. I mean, I, I I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And like, really, if I harp on it and think about it too long, it's gonna piss me off again. Because <laughs> I don't know how in the fuck that happens. That yeah. And the fact that you call a weak ass roughing the passer, which in my in my book, really, a play like that should never be called roughing the passer anyway. Even if he came through and fucking clotheslined Jacoby Brissett, <laughs> that shit shouldn't be not no, in up, that up aspect of the game. Like, no, you gotta not, let the players yeah. decide the game, bro. Yeah, the the offensive lineman just got beat. Well, he just got bitched, honestly. Yeah, he got. I mean, Brian Burns absolutely abused him. Yeah, he, and he said in the locker room after the game, "Bro, I was setting that move up the whole day." That's what yeah. he said. He said I was setting that move up the whole day, and I beat him on it. And he said I thought I made a good play, and then I looked on the ground. And it was a flag, and I was like, "Damn!" I mean, yeah, like what he, did I do? And that we expect Brian Burns to make those type of plays in those type of moments. We do. And he came through and made that type of play, and then. Resorted in that And so I think even Christian McCaffrey Hit on that too And just said It was a completely Bogus call Like Yeah it, yeah, I, I just don't really Understand that call I, I mean the lineman Just got beat And so The ref just had to Find a way to bail us out But Like I Like I told JJ earlier uh, We can't really Hang our heads On those two penalties Even though those really Really Played an outcome And how the game Was played Like that That really swung The, uh, the scoreboard But I mean, we just got to play better football in the first half. Yeah, we we can't even let it get down to that point. We just have mm-hmm. to play better football because it wasn't because real realistically, we shouldn't even have been in that position. Yeah, for the referees to make that call, yeah, just simply based on the fact that we got outplayed in every facet of the game. Yeah, you know, at every level, special teams, uh, you know, offense, defense, we just got outplayed. We got outplayed, and like you said, it shouldn't. We shouldn't even be in that position. Yeah, you have to come out and want to punch somebody in the mouth. That's what football comes comes down to. Who's gonna get punched in the mouth? Who's gonna deliver the punch? And how long can you sustain it? That's all it is. Yeah. And when you get punched in the mouth, can you respond? Which we did. Yeah, we did a good job. We did. That. Yeah, we did because we came out and we got punched in the mouth. We did. They were running the little gadget plays. You know, they they ran that end around reverse two or three times. Nick Chubb, they were just giving him the damn football, and he was pounding the ball yeah. down our throat. It was, was just times that about you it. knew that Nick Chubb was getting the ball, but they just wasn't stopping it. And it's it like, helped us. Yeah, so it, it was really just like, that was really demoralizing to see, honestly. Yeah. And so, but like like I said, I think defense played an overall good game besides that. Like, you just have to get in there and stop the run. Like, yeah. you, when you got two running backs like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, I mean... That that is a hard duo to stop, but when it comes down to just missed tackles, like then you can't really put that on anyone but yourself. Like you just going out there missing tackles, like that that's not gonna cut it. So that that was that was really crazy, like a crazy sequence. But uh, I mean, I, I definitely feel good about us going into next week for sure. I do as well. Yeah, after watching the Giants and the Titans, um. The the Giants shouldn't even been in the game. I don't know what Tennessee was doing. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I mean, they just fell apart. Yeah, and so I don't <laughs> really see anyone on the Giants that can really hurt us but Saquon. But, I mean, he had a couple. If you look at his stat line, I feel like it tells a different story than if you watch the game. Yeah. Because he had, like, one or two big runs. And so, of course, like, his stat line looks a little different. But I think Tennessee played, a, like, played some solid defense on him. So I think that we can go out there and do the same thing for sure. Like, we got a young defense. We like to fly around. We like to hit, which is something that I really like. But at the end of the day, you just got to make tackles. You go out there and make tackles next week, you'll win the football game. 
You got you go out there and win the turnover battle, you'll win the football game. You go out there and start like you started in the second half of last week, you'll win the football game. And so it really just comes down to that. So Yeah. 18, 18 rushes and for 164 yards and a touchdown for Saquon. So I mean, <clears throat> you know, if we come out and play like you said, if we come out and play like we did this past week defensively in that first half, we are, we honestly just have absolutely no shot. I think, <laughs> yeah. you know, what what set Tennessee up to be successful and dominate really for the fir- throughout the first 30 minutes of football was the amount of pass rush that they were able to get on Daniel Jones. So yeah. that's going to be a key um, going into next week. Before we get there, um, I, I'm, well, I'm going to circle back to just one of the things I touched on a little bit earlier. Um, and, and Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. That, that just can't happen. That can't happen. He ended up with only 10 yards, or excuse me, 10 attempts, 33 yards, and a touchdown. Longest run was nine yards, um, and he had four catches. So 14 total touches for Christian McCaffrey. Um, I don't know if that was a game-planning thing. You know, I don't know if that's a we-want-to-preserve-him thing. I don't, I, I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. But what I do know, without a shadow of a doubt, is that that can no longer happen ever again No, throughout the duration of this season. It can't. You know, yeah. me and you talked about it. We, we understand that, that running backs only have a certain amount of life in the NFL. Yeah. That's just an unfortunate reality. If we have them, you fucking utilize them. Yeah. Because you weren't, you weren't willing to give, even with all of the injuries, you know, even with, with, at time, like I said, even with all the injuries, him not being available, things of that nature, you weren't willing to give him up in the Deshaun Watson deal. Yeah. Which, I mean, no harm with all due respect, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want y'all to blow my shit up saying that I wanted Deshaun Watson, none of that. Yeah. But the Deshaun Watson, you take away that off-field bullshit and you put that boy in some damn pads, so another fucking animal. So you weren't able, you weren't willing to give him up because you didn't know what was going to happen with the suspension and all of this and that. You know, you shut him down last year. Yeah. What am I to believe? Because if you if you do all of that and you protect him and he's untouchable and you shut him down, you know, so he can rehab his body, get back right, all of this shit, and then you come out and only use him 14 times, I mean, damn, you should have got rid of the motherfucker if that's what we was going to do. Yeah. I agree. Like and I don't get it because I watched it I watched Matt Rule interview probably like a week or two ago and they was asking him how how are you gonna use Christian McCaffrey? Being that he hasn't played that many games in the past two years, how are we using him? He said, I mean, obviously we don't want him to get hurt, but we also have him, so we're not gonna baby him. We're not gonna protect him. But then you also only give him the ball four times in the first half. Right. You also only let him touch the ball fourteen times in total in the whole game. And everybody knows, I don't care what our record says in the past years, everybody knows that when Christian McCaffrey is on the field and healthy, he is, and I'm going on record saying this, the best running back in the league. And he gives a lot of defenses problems. And we look like a completely different team when Christian McCaffrey is healthy. And so at that point, like, that's our way. If we're going to use him, we got to use him to go and beat teams. Like, you got him, you got DJ, you got Robbie. We got Baker now. We got the weapons. Like, you got to utilize every every aspect. So, I mean, I really didn't get why we didn't use them. Um, <laughs> I, I'm hoping that they come out next week 
and that's just not something that we have to question. Like to me, he he needs at least thirty thirty touches a game. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying thirty touches Damn, a game. Thirty. Well, well, not not specifically just running the ball, hmm. but e- even in the passing game, because Christian McCaffrey he gets out an open field. Good luck. Honestly, yeah, good luck. Very true. And he didn't. He wasn't even running routes to get out in the open field and make a play. Like he was just running little check down routes. Usually he comes, runs routes across the field, uh, take linebackers up the field, like anything like that. But I didn't see none of that last week. Yeah. It's it just like I don't know if that was more so on him, like just wanting to chill, or on the coaching. I really don't know. Mm. But he just wasn't wasn't doing anything last week. As far as like getting out, trying to make plays, like it, it just wasn't in the design for them. And so I really don't know if they just left that out of the game plan. But if we want to win football games, we need to, we have to have Christian McCaffrey. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, 30 touches is damn excessive. <laughs> 30 touches is excessive. Like but you I'm said, fine with 22 to 25. Yeah. Like you said, we got him, use him. Yeah. What, what do we think he'll be worth next year? We don't know. I mean, Honestly, that's true. We don't know. So if we got him right now, use him. If that's our way to win football games, we use him. And so if that comes with touching the ball 20, 30 times a game, I'm cool with it. I mean, he might be sore as fuck the next day. But <laughs> hey, that's why we spend well, hella money rehabbing your body. Yeah. And that's I was why. about to say, let him tell it. Yeah. It's the best he ever felt in his life, the best shape. You know, he spent 97% of his time rehabbing his body, all of this shit. Well, show me. <laughs> let that rehab yeah. work. Give that man the football and let him go and, and let him do his job. Yeah. That's why we brought him to Carolina. That's what he showed us throughout the first four or five years of his career. There's no reason at all that he shouldn't be getting more than 14 touches. I, just, I mean, you're, you're just not able to convince me otherwise. But, I mean, along those lines, uh, along those lines, I will say, he will have the opportunity this year, or excuse me, this week, to do that because the New York Giants, based on what I saw yesterday, their linebackers are not ready to cover a soul. No, I agree. They're not ready to cover a soul. Now, I will say, just going on to our game preview for next week and what to expect, what we want to see, um, I will say their defense plays very fast. Mm-hmm. Their defense plays very fast. They're not the most physical bunch. I, at times, I saw them getting bullied off the football. You know, I saw them let up on a couple of plays. Uh, you know, I saw them get their face mask ran through on a couple of plays, given it was Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's not really <laughs> yeah. saying much. But I, I will say that if you come out and you punch them in the mouth, it does seem that they will fade away. Yeah. Um, but like I said, Christian McCaffrey will have an opportunity to get more touches this year, or excuse me, this week. And I hope... That that's the case because those linebackers, there's no linebacker in that in that linebacker room for the New York Giants that can even think about <laughs> stopping Christian McCaffrey. It shouldn't yeah. even be. They can't even hold his job. I'm telling you. I agree. Because I agree. He, he was getting ate up by. They were getting ate up by Hilliard, damn backup running back. And he uh, he he ran two touchdowns, caught yeah, one in the air over the middle of the field, and then ran one up the sideline. Yeah. So it's like, and I don't even know who he is. I'm gonna just be honest. <laughs> and so yeah, he's damn. Our backups, backups exactly. from last year. That's what. That's how I know the nigga. Just because oh, Derrick Henry got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that's exactly who he is. He was on the team last year. He was the damn third string running back. Mm. So I mean, it's, it's going to be very imperative that uh, 
that we get C Mac in open space and try to, you know, abuse that linebacking core because it's very it's very possible that that can happen and it's very uh, plausible that it is you know that it will happen. So yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see. Um, do you have anything else from the Cleveland game that you want to touch on? Um, nah, I think yeah, just really better defense. Limit the mistakes in the first half. Limit the mistakes on offense. Cut down on the penalties. And wrap up. Like, just make tackles. Make plays. Like, go out there and play like we know you can play. Like we, like you said earlier, Matt Rule has put an emphasis on better in the defense. And we have seen that. Like, Carolina is a very slept-on defense. I don't think they're really slept-on. But in a lot of situations, the offense has has put them in a lot of bad situations to where they can't really make that many plays. Mm -hmm. But I think when you have a balanced offense on the other side of the ball, then that is a very good defense, a very fast defense, a very physical defense. So you just have to go out like you just have to go out there and make plays. And so if they limit that uh, from the Cleveland game, get some rush, get some uh, pass rush up front. Then I mean we'll be very solid, but that's all I have from the Cleveland game. Facts. Uh, what was the what was the best thing that you saw? The thing that you know made you the most excited going forward in, in the uh, into the season. Uh, I know y'all heard me say this a lot today. I will go back and say the defense, um, the secondary in particular. Uh, even though JC had a a few few costly penalties, but I think like the secondary held up very well. Um. I know Cleveland is a very run-heavy team, but we also it was also a lot of moments where we took them out of the pass game. Mm-hmm. They they couldn't really pass. What Amari Cooper he was he was locked. Yeah, Cle- he was. Cleveland just got Amari Cooper in the offseason. and so he was one of he was the best wide receiver in my opinion on the Dallas Cowboys. And so he came to Cleveland and we we locked them up. Yeah. They they had to result in passing the Donovan Peoples Jones. No knock on him, but, <laughs> but nah, what, for real. What, what is he the second third receiver? Yeah, like that. Something like yeah. That. So, like I think that's something big from the secondary. Like it's a it's a big improvement. Like our secondary has always been a weak point in our defense, in my opinion. And so, but I think we really got the pieces to go out there and uh and change ball games. We got Xavier Woods. He flies around. He makes plays. Um, he's not scared to come in and tackle. J.C. Horn's a very physical corner. He'll come in and put a helmet on you. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just as simple as that. He cut down on the penalties in the in the past game, but he'll come up and make a tackle. Jeremy Chin, he speaks for himself. I don't even have to say too much about him. Um, Dante Jackson, Dante Jackson played a very solid game. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he's definitely stepped it up a lot this year from what I've seen. And so, yeah, I... Uh, CJ Henderson, CJ Henderson did make some good plays last week. He just made one that unfortunately cost us a lot. <laughs> and so <laughs> cost I mean, us seven points. Yeah. So, but other than that, I mean, I feel like the secondary looks very good. And so I'm, I, I hang my head on that that our secondary will go out there and uh, win us some ball games this year. They'll definitely play up to to what we expect, and I expect them to go out there and be a top secondary in the league this year. I know that might be a bold statement, but from what I've seen, I, I really like very the way possible. the secondary is going. Yeah, it's very possible. Sure. We held Amari Cooper to three catches for 17 yards. What the I hell mean, is that? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> shit. If, we, if we're if we allowing teams uh, wide receiver one only to get three catches for 17 yards, then by all means. With a rookie on them. With, yeah, with a rookie on them. I'll take it. 
I yeah. take it any day of the week, honestly. Yeah, you know. Um, for me, I think the best thing or the thing that made me probably the most excited is that though we did get dominated again the first half, I mean, it wasn't even close. The way we came out in the second half, the resilience that we showed, I mean, that was very, very impressive to me because a team of a lesser mentality would have folded after being punched in the mouth the way we did, you know, after the way Nick Chubb was running the football, Kareem Hunt, you know, after the way the offensive line was just whipping us off the ball, a, a team of a, of a lesser mentality would have absolutely folded. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things, you know, going forward, I think will end up winning us some ball games is just that resilience and that will to still want to compete even after, like I said, being dominated for the first 30 minutes of football. I think that's uh, that's going to carry us throughout in a lot of these games that we have to play. Like I, I told y'all, you know, earlier, the quarterbacks and the team that we're going to have to face, those teams are no slouches. Yeah. You know, we did see the Cardinals, you know, get punched in their mouth. But it's Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yeah, I was about to say, Kansas City did expose them defensively, <laughs> whatever it may have you. Yeah. But if y'all recall, I want to say week eight or week nine, whenever whenever Cam Newton returned last year, we beat the dog shit out of Arizona. <laughs> so coming into that week, they're going to have a chip on their shoulder anyway. Yeah, that's a you fact. Know? So just if we can stay resilient and just be consistent, with the way we played in the second half and just take away the penalties, I think we're going to be in a, a great position. And another thing I want to touch on, man, listen, like I said, all of the Matt Rule slander, cool, whatever may have you, this is the thing. Everybody played this week. Half of the NFL right now is winless. We yeah. just are unfortunate to be in that half that doesn't have a win, you know, that has a, a, a zero in the win column. But it's only week one. That's something that I had to tell myself Monday Monday and this afternoon. It's only week one. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of things to build off of. Um, the thing that I hated the most, and I'm going to ask you the same thing. Uh, the thing that I hated the most was the penalties and really the lack of tackling. I mean, I, I, I just can't, I yeah. cannot deal with, I can't deal with, with lack of discipline and, and you not doing your job. Yeah. You know, the simplest job really on the field, which is to fucking tackle. Yeah. You know. So, I, I mean, that was the thing that I hated the most. And the, th uh, the third thing that is a very, very close third to those two is the pass rush. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Th that Those those three things right there are the things that I just, if we want to be, if we want to win football games, if we want to be a playoff team, which I believe you have, you know, gone on record and said you believe that as well. Those things have to be taken care of. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say, yeah, the, the thing I hated the most was the pass rush because I feel like the, the game is won in the trenches. And so if you if you get down, put your foot in the dirt and go and get the quarterback and put him under some pressure, Jacoby Brissett, they don't win that game. Yeah. As simple as that. They don't win that game. And when I only got one one player that can get in the backfield, like specifically a play, Brian Burns had Jacoby Brissett wrapped around his legs, and I see nobody else around the fucking ball, and he's able to throw the ball away. At all. Like, you, you can't have that. So that just goes to show a lack of pass rush up front. And that that will cost us that will cost us games if we can't go and get the quarterback. And so yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, the lack of pass rush is what was my – Biggest disappointment uh, of last week. Um, and then, like you said, the missed tackles. 
Like, you, you just can't have it. Uh, it was a lot of plays where Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt should have been tackled in the backfield for a loss. And I'm looking up, and and this nigga, like, <laughs> Nick Chubb is jumping over five five defensive players. Like, like, come on, bro. This man is out here hurdling like it's a video game. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, what are y'all doing? Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. So, I, I mean, honestly, yeah, just a lack of tackling, uh, lack of pass rush. Uh, two biggest disappointments, but I feel like those are easy things to clean up. I think so too. And so, I think once you so once you take that into account, then I feel like we'll be a very well put together football team on the defensive side of the ball. So. Yeah, and I, I mean the offense would, you know, I would put C Mac in that in that you know in that category as well. The offense how they started in the first half, but like I said, it's week one. You have a quarterback that d- just touched down to your organization maybe a month and a half, two months ago max. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to cut the offense some slack there. They did end up turning it on in the second half, and we saw spurts of it um, in the first half. We had the Christian McCaffrey screen that ended up getting called back. I think he gained like 15 to 20 yards, get, oh, yeah. got called back for a holding. You know, then the, the second to last drive, or our last drive of the first half went down and scored. Um, so there were spurts. In the second half, we built upon that. Um, so I will cut the offense some slack. Uh, the play calling for me was was – it was good. I won't yeah. say anything other than it was good because <laughs> Christian McCaffrey didn't get the touches yeah. he needs. Um, but but offensively, I think we're going to be okay. I think we have enough weapons um, so that that occurrence or whatever happened uh, in the first half Sunday won't be, you know, something that we see very, very often. And shout I, out to Robbie Anderson too, man. Facts. Shout out yeah. Robbie Anderson because that's been a guy that that I was extremely <laughs> tough on last yeah. year too. I was extremely tough on a lot of guys last yeah, year. Yeah, honestly. But I was just fed up, bro. I was just fed up. But yeah, I mean, specifically Robbie though. Yeah, specifically Robbie. He, he do had a lot of talking, but he yeah. didn't really showed me nothing. But last game, he put on a great show. So shout out to Robbie. Yeah, he did, and he's on pace. Um, it's not really, not really plausible, but you know he's on pace for sixteen to seventeen hundred yards. Yeah, year. but I, I mean we know that's not going to happen. But it just speaks yeah. to the weapons that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you legitimately said this in our preview that we released um Saturday. You said it. You said Robbie. Uh, you felt like this was the best set of weapons that Baker Mayfield had, and what we use, what we need to use Robbie for is to take the, the top off the defense. Yeah, and we saw that. So once you start coupling that, you know, with Shaw Smith getting more and more game reps under his belt, mm-hmm. DJ Moore being as consistent as he's been in the past years, he had a he had a relatively quiet game Sunday. Yeah. But you know, I I don't really put much stock into that. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm giving everybody <laughs> a clear slate this year, bro. I'm giving everybody a clean slate this year. I don't put much stock into you know the quiet game that he had this Sunday. Yeah. If we can just put everything together, you get C Mac his touches. You know, you you have guys win their routes. Once that starts happening, I mean, I, it's going to be very very hard to beat this football team. Yeah, I agree. We just can't. We just simply can't beat ourselves, and that's what we saw a lot of Sunday. Um, hopefully, this week we can get those things adjusted just to give y'all a quick preview of the Giants because we went back. You know, like we said, we watched our film yesterday. We went back and we watched the Giants and Texas, uh, Titans game. Um, a couple of things that I I I took down. That you know will translate uh, things that I saw we did bad on Sunday that the Giants will take advantage of if given the opportunity. I have a couple of those things. For one, obviously we have to tackle Saquon Barkley. Yeah, 
it's no if ands or buts about that at all. We have to tackle Saquon Barkley. We have to gang tackle because if not, he's gonna run through your face mask. Because every single run that I saw from uh, Saquon Barkley on Sunday afternoon, he was finishing his runs by lowering his fucking shoulder into the defender's chest. Yeah. So it's gonna be essential that we rally to the football, wrap him up, and slam him on his fucking neck and make him not want to <laughs> run the ball anymore. Um, our punt team has to be better because yeah. I feel like we really got let off the hook with that shit too because there was a lot of times where the field could have got flipped a bit differently if there was a more explosive guy back there or whatever may have you. There was a couple of times where we just didn't float at all. It looked like it could have been a touchdown. Richie James, Ricky James, whatever the hell his name is, the yeah. punt returner for the New York Giants, he will expose that. Yeah. So it needs to be a point of emphasis this week in practice, if not already. We have to rally to the football. Special teams, like you said earlier, is an essential part to success in the NFL. Yeah. We've seen it even on a, on a college level yeah. with the ECU Pirates, you know, the past two weeks that they've had games. They've, they've played absolutely shit, you know, on special <laughs> yeah. teams. So it's essential that from a punt team standpoint, we get down the field and we and we knock that motherfucker on his neck. Yeah, it's essential that we do that, and we flow to the football, and we get down the field, and we flip the field because that's that's going to be another big thing as we go on and play better teams, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and we're in closer games, not not like this game wasn't close, whatever may have you, but we play closer games, you know, later on down the stretch that mean a little bit more. Yeah. These are going to be the things that separate good teams from great teams. I agree, and that I mean that's just is what it is. So. Those are the two things that we definitely have to do well. Um, our front four, matter of fact, I'll even say our front seven, we have to get pressure on Daniel Jones. Yeah. If we can get pressure on Daniel Jones, we will be okay defensively. We saw it for the whole half of the you know first 30 minutes of football against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They were getting to Daniel Jones. That second half, I don't know what happened. Uh, they went back in the locker room, New York did, made a couple of adjustments. Tennessee didn't have the same enthusiasm, the same sense of urgency in that second half, you know, um, and things changed. Yeah. Things changed because, don't get me wrong, the New York Giants, they have a lot of weapons, too. We yeah. like to sit back and speak on our weapons, but listen, the New York Giants have a lot of weapons. Kadarius Tony, it's been a, a huge conversation. Uh, he only played 11 snaps or whatever, seven snaps, 11 snaps, one of the two. Yeah. That will not be the case Sunday. You know, you had to deal with Sterling Shepard, who caught a touchdown or bomb down the middle of the field this past week. Had to deal with Saquon out of the backfield, a great receiving, great receiving running back. Um, Richie James, like I mentioned earlier, he's big in the in the punt game. He's big uh, in the receiving game as well. So we if we pre- we have to pressure Daniel Jones. There's no ifs ands or buts about it. We had to get pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. And like I said earlier as well, finally. Um, C-Mac has to touch the football And really I don't even give a damn If C-Mac doesn't run that bitch But five times But in that pass game uh, Yeah he has to have We it. can expose him Yeah We can expose him And last but not least I know I just said That was my last one But our defense Has to be dif- disciplined With our eyes Yeah They came out They ran a, a good amount Of gadget plays Against Tennessee A lot of You know A lot of misdirections Here and there a lot of play action passes. You know, if we can just if we can knock on knock down those things, flow to the football on punt team, tackle, wrap Saquon up, you know, get pressure on Daniel Jones, I think we win this football game. I yeah. do. Yeah. 
I think we have some of the same uh some of the same takeaways. Uh two of my main ones are you have to you have to tackle. You gotta tackle Saquon. You have to tackle Saquon. And I think at times Tennessee did a good job of doing that. But at other times he he just broke loose. And, and, and you can't have that. You you have to tackle Saquon. And another thing, like you said, the last one you hit on, you have to be disciplined. Daniel Jones is not scared to run outside the pocket. They did a lot of re-option plays mm-hmm. where he just re- took off. I mean, he was getting his bell wrong, but yeah. he, he he took off. And so they did a what the same two in arounds that the Browns did when we played them, little yeah. reverse plays. And if y'all remember last year, Daniel Jones, they had that wide receiver pass to him in the open field, mm-hmm. even though we cracked him, but he still <laughs> held on to the ball. So, I mean, it's just stuff like that. They like to do little, little pity pat stuff like that. That you just got to be aware of because one of those big plays can can turn the outcome of the game. So yeah, our defense has to be very disciplined up front um, and get a lot of pressure on Daniel Jones. I don't care how he looked this past week in the passing game; his stats might say one thing. You put that pressure on Daniel Jones, I am not scared of him threading our uh, defense at all. You put pressure on him, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's that good. You put pressure on him, and, and you will see a, a very different ball game. I do not see him uh, killing our defense if you put pressure on him. So those are the things that we have to emphasize on going into next week. And like you said, we do those. I think we win this football game. Yeah, I agree. What's your um? What's your your score prediction? Um, I would say 24-14 us. Cool. I, I think we're gonna have a, a chip on our shoulder. I'm gonna say thirty. I'm gonna say 33 to 10. I think we're gonna come out and punch them motherfuckers I hope in the so. mouth. I really hope I really so. Do. For sure. Um, but yeah, man. That'll do it. Listen, we say all of this stuff, you know, and we we just cause we breaking the game down just the way we are. But I'm gonna tell y'all this: we're a couple penalties and a couple missed tackles away. From being one of them top teams in the NFL I agree And I mean you can agree, disagree You know, whatever the fuck you want to do But if you look at the film And you and you watch the games and the other teams in the NFL It's nobody beside the Kansas City Chiefs And the Buffalo Bills that are absolutely dominant And we don't give a fuck about them until February Yeah <laughs> Y'all nope. favorite team don't want to see us, I'm telling you. On God. I'm going to go ahead and put that out we, there. Once we adjust those issues, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, second yeah. round of the playoffs at the at the very least. Yeah. At the very we least. We got big, very high expectations for this team this year. I think we got the team to do it. So, I mean, watch out. Watch your head for sure. Most definitely. Listen, we're going to catch y'all again next week. Appreciate y'all tuning in to FPFO. I'm JJ. That's Terrence the God. Yes, sir. <laughs> Terrence the God. I like that. Yeah. That, that, that was a good little. That was that. a good little nickname. Shout right? out to my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he think he handsome. <laughs> Ugly ass nigga. Yeah. I want to know how much time you spend on them paragraphs. Where you getting me? All that gray in our conversation history. You playing mind games when you saying things. Playing mind games, we both doing the same thing. Slide on a late night, you like to slide on a late night. You'll send her all you hit texts without an invite. That's that shit that I don't like. We both slide on a late night, do things in our time. We both yeah. made some mistakes, Ponro.